Wow. I don't even know, man. It's a, it's a pretty rainy afternoon it here is. in Springfield, Missouri. We're, of course, recording live to a hard drive here from Andy's house. I know that we don't do, do that. that stuff on the bonus <laughs> episodes. Y'all paid for it, so you uh, know what's going on here. Oh, boy. It's rainy and dreary, mm-hmm. and it's. I was j- driving straight <laughs> into the storm <laughs> Yeah. after our... I'm not going to say the word epic because uh-huh. that's a hack way to describe uh-huh. it, Dan. We had a very long, arduous yeah. experience sitting outside a restaurant. Uh-huh. You can probably already deduce, if you're listening, what restaurant that was just by looking at the title of this episode. Wow. And uh, But if you don't want it spoiled for you, just go ahead and keep <laughs> your eyes off that title. You can, uh, <laughs> if you got a little piece of electrical tape, maybe tape it over the part of your phone where the episode titles read on like your lock screen, then you're set. I would do a stronger adhesive than that. Uh-huh. It'd probably be a better idea yeah. to keep it from coming off. Yeah, like Gorilla Glue. That's uh-huh. kind of a dark brown. You so just lay down a line of Gorilla Glue. Then put the electrical tape over that. Oh, I was going to say, like, put a piece of balsa wood over it. That oh. way it like, has a real tactile, like, outward-facing feel. So you know, like, there's something that's supposed to be here, but mm-hmm. I shouldn't be touching it. You know, I've been reading on Wikipedia. I already don't believe this story. <laughs> well, <laughs> Keep in mind, it is just Wikipedia. I have been reading about... No, I just meant you reading. (laughs) Well, they have lots of, like, pretty awesome pictures on there, too. okay. I don't know if you know this. Um, If if we could get a full picture book version of Wikipedia, I would be (laughs) so grateful. Um, Been checking out uh nuclear waste, like, dump sites and, like, the, the wording... And stuff that they have to put around uh-huh. these because you know the the nuclear waste takes so long to to die. Yeah, uh, it has like a ten thousand year half life or something like that. So they have to uh, they've like worked with linguists on like making the wording such that people will still be able to understand it in ten thousand years. And they've also used like architecture to also like denote that this is a dangerous place, like um sculptures of like giant spikes and stuff, just Whoa. so that visually in the future they will be able to tell this is not a place where life will be inhabiting. Uh, very interesting stuff. I forget exactly how I started. Oh, the uh-huh. balsa wood on your phone. Yeah. So it, you've got your Gorilla Glue. You've got your balsa wood. We still haven't said the name of the rep, uh, the restaurant. So Who cares? It's still unspoiled at uh-huh. this point. Um, yeah, just go ahead and put a little piece of balsa wood on there and maybe some spikes. <laughs> just so like if your phone is found in 10,000 years, they know it's dangerous. Man, this trash talk's getting me wild, <laughs> Dan. Anyway, You're Andy. talking about trash. <laughs> You know I got strong trash feelings. Oh, my goodness, Andy. Let, let's get into your trash <laughs> feelings. Uh, I personally, um, I'm a bit of a trash baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do love to wallow in trash. Listen, um, just because your mom says that about you doesn't mean it's true, Dan. <laughs> you you oh, leave Regina Howell out of this. She, she would never refer to me as a trash baby. Uh, that's my own moniker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot, lot going on in the Springfield trash scene recently. Yeah, I don't know how and not this just became... your album. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, I, I've been mildly, I would say moderately obsessed with the whole trash pickup situation mm-hmm. in the city for a while. Since this, uh, since the city decided not to centralize trash pickup, meaning have the city run it. I don't know how many companies we have doing it now because they WCA. I uh, use Republic Services. I believe I use Ozark's Refuse, Dan. Mm. Now, uh, a few years ago, I believe it's 2018, the city looked at options as far as consolidating all of the trash services into one city-run trash service that would be paid for from taxes, which ultimately the study showed. Sure. If my understanding is correct, that it would be significantly cheaper for for pa- taxpayers than paying for, uh, you know, individual 
uh, or monthly or every three months build trash service. Okay. Also, I, I would say that our uh, sanitation workers deserve government benefits and government pay. Yeah, for uh, sure. What you know, however good that is. In it would not have been a it would have been a pretty low number of jobs lost because you know because of how un inefficient that system is mm-hmm. we have like five companies all servicing the exact same area yeah. like all five companies are driving through all these neighborhoods um you would need fewer people to do it mm-hmm. um, and you is, said that we'd only have to like kill 75 <laughs> of those workers yeah this was off off mic yeah. you were getting into I the, we the full gonna, logistics that's my little <laughs> addendum <laughs> <laughs> if that they're not alive, they don't need jobs, the do city. they? Yeah. To... <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, like Metallica once said, kill them all. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. No, I don't want anybody <laughs> to die. I feel bad that, they, that it would have them lose their jobs. But uh, the, the ecological uh, imp- yeah, imprint, is that how you would say it, would be so much sure. lower if there was only one, well, you know. The, the, we didn't have five different trucks going through your sure. neighborhood. Every single street of the city had five sense. different trucks. Absolutely. Just have one a week. Now, the city decided not to do that because WCA uh, is a national uh, corporation with mm. a huge lobbying budget, and that is how they stopped that from happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, WCA, can, didn't they used to play Martin? No, I don't know, Dan. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's, it's, it's close to some, like, like Channel 5. On, on your cable Take dial there. UPN, WGN. WGN. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. not very good, Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's always good when you make a joke, the punchline of which you don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. That's great. I'm not cutting anything either. Like, no, you know how this good. goes. No, this You're is, stuck with this. this you know that. <laughs> okay. So they had this proposal for a system that seemed like it'd be great. You know, a lot of cities in the country do it this way. Sure. And the city just rejected it, um, in part because WCA actively lobbied against it. When you have mm-hmm. a bunch of money to spend on those kind of things, you know, that you can kind of get your way. You Kim McClure really likes that reject stamp, too. What? The reject stamp. The big red one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To like put on the file? Yeah, oh, reject yeah. it. Uh-huh. It's the same stamp that he uses whenever he, you know, executes people. <sighs> uh, just reject it. He gets their birth certificate. He does that on <laughs> there. No, it's like people's it. appeals. It's like, oh, am I good? he doesn't even open it up. Mm-mm. He just uses it's an appeal and stamps Absolutely. it. <laughs> okay. Point is, uh, this week, the city passed an ordinance that will fine people, this is a minimum, mm-hmm. $1,000 wow. for leaving your trash bin out for longer than 24 hours. Longer than 24 hours, $1,000. Also with the option of uh, six months in jail. Wow. Now, this is a horrendous. This is horrendous on a, mm-hmm. a number of levels. First of all, because it's solving. It's not going to solve the problem of having trash out no. um, on the streets. Because once again, we have uh, five or six different companies doing trash. They all do it on a different day, mm-hmm. Dan. So it doesn't matter what day the the week you're going through my neighborhood. There's always trash out uh, some uh, out some of the driveways. Now, if we all had a consolidated system, you'd have trash out one day of the week. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If somebody still had their trash out, their neighbor could go say, hey, still got your trash out. And that, that'd be that. Yep. Um, you know how neighbors, neighborhoods yeah. work? Yeah. Um, also, it, with that in mind, um, knowing that they had an alternative, this is just a, just a powerful force for gentrification. Uh, and that, that's uh. all this is. It's just so people with money can get people without money kicked out of their neighborhoods. Well, that's what the, it's for. The, you know, whenever, uh, whenever the garbage bins are out, left out, uh, people tend to rummage through them. Uh-huh. So rather than uh, do even the slightest bit to uh, help those people who are clearly in need and uh-huh. need enough to be rummaging through bins, as the British would say, they just decided to go ahead and find people leaving their trash yeah. bins out instead uh-huh. of doing anything about the, right. the housing crisis here in Springfield and across uh, our country. Disturbing. Mm-hmm. Uh I was I was actively trying to get other people riled up about it, and I have such a small following on all everywhere that I you know interact with people sure. on the internet. This more people are hearing this, I'm sure, than oh, actually read anything that yeah. I wrote about it. Which and it's not very many since this is Tower Club. But what do you even do? Like I just feel <laughs> helpless and hopeless about this. And the in the city council meeting, they're like, "Oh, we aren't going to enforce this." Yeah. Well. Why have it at all? Yeah. Um, 
they will. It will be enforced mm-hmm. because you know that that's that's what it exists for. It exists so. Um, if you're in not my neighborhood, this is my examples of my neighborhood is like kind of a lower middle class. All mm-hmm. these houses are in the same like you know within like thirty to fifty thousand dollar value range. With mine being towards the bottom. But if you can go to like the north, like Roundtree north of Cherry is in the process of being gentrified right now. Mm-hmm. There are houses that probably are worth like thirty or forty thousand dollars if they weren't in that neighborhood, and there's people that have lived there forever. But there's also houses that have been remodeled and fixed up and everything. And those houses are probably worth a lot more. You you can like there's like two hundred thousand dollar houses over there, Dan. Wow. I'm sorry, listeners. This is something that's important to me, and I'm just gonna rant, keep ranting about it. Now, one of the persons, people in the $2,000 houses can call the police or whoever you mm-hmm. call about this trash situation for whoever's living in like, you know, a $50,000 house that they're probably renting for $600 a month or whatever. And if that family cannot afford to pay that, they are gone. Now, <laughs> you know, A&B, that's how I, it's going to go. That's how it's going to happen. I, that is uh just a clear misrepresentation of people who live in two hundred thousand dollar houses. <laughs> they would absolutely never call the police uh, for anything but uh, the most needed uh, situation. And, uh, so I, I think you're I think you're mischaracterizing. Um, frankly, our Tower Club listeners. I'm not saying everyone will do this. Mm. You could even okay if twenty percent of the people sure. that have the power to do that did it. Still shouldn't exist. Like it's it's all, sure. it's an awful thing. It, oh yeah, it's probably higher than that because that's it's Springfield. Like <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, good thing there's no the, other laws on the books that are uh, clearly only meant to uh, yeah to help the so upper upper crust so and uh, <laughs> protect. I just their my my wealth. point is there's I I already like looking at things happening on a national level. I feel hopeless and somewhat helpless sure not totally without hope things are you know sort of inching whatever we don't need mm-hmm. to get into it but here in our city like this passed unanimously there wasn't even a debate <laughs> like everyone who has been elected to uh create laws and ordinances in our city to help things run smoothly was on board with this mm-hmm. there wasn't even any input just you know craig hosmer was like uh some of my consti- like some of my straw people constituents mm-hmm. Have been complaining about this, and everybody else is just like, "Okay, one thousand dollars." All right, a thousand dollars. How about how about fifty? <laughs> fifty is enough that someone would learn the lesson. Fifty seems more reasonable, and is still like almost what three months of trash service yeah. cost. Yes. Uh, so, man, that you know, it's just. I, I, I don't know, Andy. I all, You know what I've been doing? I took a picture of myself the last time I brought my trash cans up uh-huh. to the house and uh, added the city of SGF on Twitter. Oh, they're and, not and just, that. No, no, not at all. Uh, but uh, ju- just to let them know that I'm doing my part uh-huh. to uh, not solve anything at all. So uh, if anybody <laughs> else uh, on the Internet wants to join me in that uh, fruitless cause, feel free. I think it'd like, be fun. That uh, everything that I'm doing, aside from donating money and marching, mm-hmm. uh, feels uh, like nothing. Oh, you're screaming into a void. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't know what to do, Dan. What mm-hmm. do you do? <laughs> Tell me, Dan. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I uh, just have clinical depression, <laughs> I guess. I'm afraid <laughs> to talk to someone because I'm afraid I'll get diagnosed. <laughs> Well, Andy, at least there's delicious food yeah. to help us all through it, and and uh, just readily available mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat. Uh-huh. You can have delicious food right in front you, of you. You there's not a spot in Springfield that you can't walk in and get your food in under two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we did what we did today. Oh, I just Andy. can't believe it. Um, so maybe you've. Our listeners have noticed the uh, timbre of the episode so far is a bit on edge, Andy. Yeah. A little bit, a uh, little bit strained. We're we're a bit ticked off about about this whole now, trash thing. I suspect I would have been a little tense and strained today mm-hmm. anyway, just because I've sp- I'm spending so much time by myself, sure. and I don't have anything to do except yell into the void, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't even. I don't. I'm not even mad at anyone in particular about the thing that happened today. It was just a frustrating <laughs> experience. 
it almost makes it worse yeah. that there's no one to be angry at. <laughs> Let's get into it, I Let's guess. Let's do we, it. We went back to Shrimp and Bayou Classics today. Oh, my goodness, Andy. And what is today? The 4th of July? It is the 4th wow. of July. A rainy one. Yeah, just so excited. Wasn't so rainy earlier, though. What was wasn't. It? it was a... 95 degrees. It was 95 degrees, wasn't oh, it? Maybe we shouldn't blow it, but <laughs> we did check in with some weather reports Let's, let's save it. Yeah, let, let's save let's it. Let's save it. Um, so we had some on-the-scene reporting. There. Shrimp and Bayou Classics. We reviewed them, I want to say, like eight or nine months ago, something mm-hmm. like that, and really loved it a yep. lot. We I, added something from the Pantheon. We probably reviewed them on their like second or third to last week yeah. before shuttering. And they hadn't announced it. Mm-hmm. There was a for sale sign up outside on a bulletin board, and I believe we talked about it on the mm-hmm. episode now that I think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because it was pretty endearingly all caps and had weird uh, formatting and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Remember that time? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Remember then mm-hmm. when the, the no masks? and Oh, boy. Oh, okay. So they closed, and then somebody bought it. Uh, and they announced maybe a month ago that it was back. Yeah, And it was this, this couple that used to run a restaurant together in New Orleans, which is promising so I think they were in Florida last, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And the dude uh, worked in a music studio. He's oh. There's some wonderful pictures of him online, just like looking like a rock star <laughs> in the studio. And like, you saw this dude. He was the dude that kept coming out of the back in a red shirt, oh, yeah. Dan. No, absolutely, yeah. Definitely looked like a rock star. <laughs> um, he did look like a rock star. Uh, do, do you know, is he from, like, from Louisiana originally? I'm not sure. Because he definitely had an accent on him. Uh-huh. At one point, he, he was taking, like, orders from the kitchen and sometimes having to take them outside to people. Yeah. And at one point, he poked his head out. I'm not even sure if you were still in there at this point. And he was looking for somebody named Michelle. Uh, so he yelled, Michelle! <laughs> I think I was. I'm and everybody sure I was in the restaurant like had a tiny little chuckle. <laughs> so yeah, real, real. You know, it's it went to somebody from yes. round Louisiana way, as Boudin Howell would say. Yeah. Now it's still on West Republic, though it's not as far west as the old one. The old one was like a trailer, mm-hmm. a trailer that looked like it had some sort of extension built on it or something. It was, it was pretty, a shrimp shack. A, a shrimp shack. shack. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. It's a, I don't remember what qualified it as being a shrimp yeah. shack, but it was that. This new one, they, they've moved the business into a very small shopping mm-hmm. center. It's got maybe five storefronts. One of them is the, is it Silverleaf Saloon? Uh-huh, Silverleaf yeah. Saloon over there. On you can West get Republic. yourself a nice Budweiser and... Uh, Wish we had. It, in an, uh, a very in-demand parking spot. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Now, here's my theory with this. because well, The things that we tasted, spoiler alert, didn't really remind me that much of Bayou Classics other than the fact that no. they were, in fact, Cajun food. Mm-mm. Yeah, They're certainly Cajun. Like, no, no qualms about yeah. the Cajunness of the food. I think this is a pretty savvy business move mm-hmm. to buy the name and, more importantly, really, the social media mm-hmm. uh, accounts of Shrimp and Bayou Classics because this is not the same business, even a little bit. And it's, you know, of course, not in the same spot. We should yeah. say it's about 100 feet away from yeah. the old spot. It is the it's close. building closest to where the shack stood. Yeah. Pretty astounding that they could score that spot uh, just almost where the older, uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and say iconic location <laughs> was. Like, I Well, just... Andy, like just seeing the line yeah. of people today waiting for the Shrimp and Bayou Classics, I think the old one, I mean, we're not even going to get into the food just yet on the new one, but I think we can consider it iconic, an iconic Springfield right. institution at this point. Framing it that people way. People showed up they absolutely for did. the quote unquote re- Grand opening. opening. They were saying this was our first day, this is our first mm-hmm. day. They opened on Thursday. Okay. They've been open for a couple days. I was curious. I didn't yeah. know that, that they this, had, had our had done a soft opening. This was the the grand opening event that we went okay. to today, but they mm-hmm. have been open the last two days. So, yeah, we went to the grand opening today, and they the, the posted time was 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. to start. And there was some pretty s- exciting stuff being advertised, yeah. uh, including an in, a, in oh, tol- a whole smoked alligator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Break it down. A whole smoked alligator. Yeah. I, you had said this, and I truly thought 
that they were like we were going to get like an alligator steak. Yes. Of some sort. Yeah, I kind of wish that had been the case. I because I you know, I just pictured a whole alligator like basically cooking on a spit or on a, a grill uh-huh. above some charcoal. And uh I mean we'll we'll get in. We'll get yeah. into the food later. So we showed up. I want to say I pulled in at about ten fifty eight. Mm-hmm. And there I, was a line. I think I pulled in like after eleven. I'm almost like at eleven oh two, and I saw you pull. Oh, in. you so did. I so I was a little late. Slightly okay. later. I got I got th- what, three different times in my car. Mm, yes. uh, none of them are right. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, keep on your toes. We showed up around eleven, right? Right when they my, cl- my car clock runs ten minutes late. How about you? And that's literally because my girlfriend likes to feel like she's late for things but then she can subtract the time to like feel like she's not i don't understand it either i've gotten used to it and i love my beautiful girlfriend uh i don't know that seems like a deal breaker for me (laughs) you said yours was wrong too uh it's wrong it it gets like 45 seconds fast or slow it's not it just isn't quite on time Mm -hmm. And then I have to keep it. This doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't. We showed up right around the time that they had said they were going to open. Absolutely. How many, what would you say? About 30 people? Man, we should have counted. 35 Andy. I regret in line. so badly not counting. I would say about 35 in parking lot full to the gills. Yes. Well, we, we got the last two spots. There's kind of. like 15 spots available. Yes. There's not a whole lot of spots. There are you, some more makeshift parking spots, one of which I made yes. and was later it, told was not a parking spot yeah. and had to move my car. Uh-huh. But there were definitely people parked at the old location from what I heard and some people even parked at like the church a little oh, yeah, like yeah. a block down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a, lo- a good amount of people, right. but probably people. nowhere over 40 people. Yeah. And I think it we'd probably been there for about 15 minutes before they started letting people in. So mm-hmm. they opened the doors a little bit late yep. to start out. And boy oh boy, was that a slow moving line? Oh, Andy, the, <laughs> the initial movement of the line, uh, whenever those doors open, really gave kind of a false indicator of uh-huh. what the rest of the line movement was going to be like, because we we were in that line for a little bit, Andy. Yep. We stepped inside at about 1210. Mm-hmm. So that means about an hour and 10 minutes of waiting outside, it getting increasingly hot. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and cut now to our very first... Uh, Spring food mo weather report. Yeah, this was recorded before the we uh, we got in the doors here, so this, I think this is a proper time. Hi, this is Andrew Carr, co-host Spring food mo podcast. I'm sitting here with Dan, Dan Howell, co-host Spring food mo podcast. It's Fourth uh, of July Independence Day here in, here in North America, United States, and uh, <laughs> we're 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 here with the weather report for uh, Springfield, Missouri, around 12:30 uh-huh. uh, noon. Yeah, we've been out here in the heat for. 85 minutes at this point, mm-hmm. waiting yeah. for some Cajun food. Yep, you're, you're spoiling the weather report a little bit out oh. there. Uh, it is indeed hot. It's hot out here. <laughs> yeah. That's been your weather report. <laughs> Solid gold content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a bummer that the <laughs> listeners will not be able to hear me <laughs> curse at the end of that. Maybe uh, I should just leave it in. Yeah, maybe you should. Andy. Maybe I should tack it into the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just lay that. Yeah, in. I think I will. Uh, Andy, the, uh, I think we d- did. We get in later than we thought, or was no? This that after? was after we ordered the food. So okay. we got in uh, about twelve ten, uh-huh. and then we had to wait another ten minutes or so in the glorious air conditioning. Sure. It was probably like still 80 degrees, mm-hmm. but it just felt awesome. Still pretty hot. Now, once you're in the door, I was, I, I didn't know what to expect, uh-huh. Andy, because like you got this long line before you can even see in the windows yeah. here. We, we get in the doors. We, you can see through the glass, and there's a lot of people mm-hmm. inside. It's like, oh, okay, once we get it's in, packed. we're going to have to wait for a while. Mm-hmm. Turned out to not be the case. So you get in, and like the probably 10 to 15 people waiting in there are just waiting on food that they've already right. ordered. So these are just still a lot of the initial batch that made yeah. it in the door. So literally, once you walk in the door, you pretty much get a chance to order, like after yeah. the one yeah. person yeah. at yeah, the we counter. didn't have to wait long. You just went up and ordered for us. Went up and ordered for us. 
Should, should we go ahead and get into what we ordered here? <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the menu and how different it is. The old Bayou Classics, they had combos, but it was it, they, most of the combos like you could get two things mm-hmm. plus a side. This is nothing like that. No. This is more expensive, I think, mm-hmm. and you can only get one meat per combo or one seafood. Are we saying meat for that? Um, yeah, it seemed like everything was like single meat and then like one side. Yeah. Maybe some of them had two sides. Yeah, I, I saw the barbecue half of the menu. Still have po' boys. Still got etouffee. Uh-huh. The side menu seemed a little... I think there's more. There more options. More options, but like I didn't see any I mean, super exciting options. Not really. This is now a seafood and a barbecue restaurant because mm-hmm. yes. they had like pulled pork and brisket. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was easily half of the menu. Yeah. I don't and barbecue sides as well. Anybody was ordering no. the, the barbecue meat. It, it was all, I would say most everybody in there was getting crawfish. Yeah. Uh, that, that seems to be the big thing on the menu mm-hmm. and it's they sold out by the pound. And then somehow mysteriously unsold out. So they sold out. Point. Claimed that they had sold 500 pounds of crawfish, which that must have been from Thursday till today. Yeah. And then uh, a shipment then, of crawfish yeah. arrived, even that nobody ever walked in the door with any crawfish. <laughs> they did have a, they do have another entrance in the back. Sure. But I think what happened was somebody made a run to Price Cutter or Walmart and got oh, some okay. crawfish or something. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the best so practice, but better than. Not letting people have their crawfish. Yeah, I don't think they went back down to the Gulf to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, that that is a big part of this place, much like it was the original Shrimp and Bayou Classics. They source at least uh, their fish straight from Louisiana. He drives down there. I know the former owner used to drive down there every two weeks for like three days and get just tons of yeah seafood and uh, other that's Cajun. the way they're doing it now, too. They mm-hmm. are supposedly sourcing most of the seafood from the Gulf, directly from the Gulf. Okay. So put in our order. Mm-hmm. Then we go back outside. We record that thing about 1230. Uh-huh. At this point, I'm thinking, all right, 20, 30 minutes will be good, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, the listeners also will hear in the background of the recording there um, the engines of some trucks. Yes. I would say that that was increasing the temperature a little bit. Uh-huh. We were sort of trapped between the brick building there. Uh, that it had an awning for shade, but I would say the amount of shade that it produced at the angle the sun was was mm. probably about eight inches, yeah. maybe a little more earlier, uh, but truly whenever the sun was really beaten down, uh, none at all, and then just the kind of Beat exhaust. Me down. <laughs> yes, oh my god, we 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 actually. Did some some corn uh, trivia there in the line? You we and did. I, we, we we found some things out about the great band Corn and uh, the the director of some of their music videos, the Hughes, the Hughes brothers. brothers. Wow, so, incredible uh, fact for Spring yeah, Food Mo here. Great content, solid yeah, gold content. I, I I that's just to say, I think the uh, trucks that people were kind of waiting for their orders in may have uh, increased the temperature. Yes, more than a little bit. At one point, I was sitting on what are those called? Mm-hmm. This is just a curb. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was sitting on the curb there, and then a, a truck went ahead and pulled in there, and I uh-huh. had to had to get up. Uh-huh. Had a little spot to to perch, and yep. then uh, that person just went ahead and kept their car running, which made it pretty much impossible <laughs> yeah. for me to oh yeah have my sitting spot. So oh, I yeah, would just say the heat coming off that truck. Yeah. Mm. So we we get the order in. We're mm-hmm. waiting outside. Just goofing around on the phone. Oh, boy, we are. Just waiting to see anyone who is in front of us come out. And there are people leaving with orders, I would say, one every eight to ten minutes, Mm -hmm. probably, something like that. It's a pretty slow trickle of orders. A lot of in and out, too. Like, people are not wanting to be in the room with all the people because it's a very tight, confined area. There's no seating inside the restaurant, even, like, side seating for when you're waiting for your order. So... Dan and I, Dan and yeah. I both had masks uh-huh. on. We were inside and out in line. When we were in line with other people, I'd say maybe thirty percent of people. Dan went and got masks. us some absolutely delicious Coca Colas. <laughs> yeah. So um, at the time that we had placed our order, and of course we had already been out in the sun for about an hour, so there was a cooler over in the corner said two dollar drinks. I said, I'm gonna get two of those drinks as well, ma'am. Put that on my order, please. Fantastic. Went over to the cooler. She said I might have to dig a little bit because, you know, people had already been in there. Now, 
I don't know if I just didn't dig well enough, but I do not believe that there was any bottled water yeah. in there or left in there. So I came back out with a couple tasty Coca-Colas. I was curious about your choice because you got a uh, Diet Coke and a regular mm-hmm. Coke. Did did you choose the Diet? Did you know that I liked Diet Coke? No, the Diet Coke was for me. Oh, I, I like Diet Coke. No, it's perfectly fine, but I wanted to get a variety because I didn't know right. what you like. Coke so I was Zero like, is I, the preference. I know. That. I, I didn't see that in there. I, I don't really drink soda. Um, you know, I certainly don't whenever it's uh, <laughs> you know, like 95 degrees outside. Yeah. I, I, just, I just wanted a nice water and... uh Gotta say, Andy, that can of Coke, as cold as it was, really did not help. <laughs> it maybe made it worse, but, you know, that's okay, because we had our order in. and I was happy to just have something to do with my hands. Mm. Yes, yeah. You know, it's nice to have a little can up there. Mm-hmm. You, you see what you do is you hold it in your hand, and occasionally you take a look, and you bring it up to your lips, take a little sippy sip, uh-huh. bring it back down. Uh-huh. Look at your friend. Don't forget about taking your mask off there. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta to unloop that, yeah. the mask, take a little sip. I was going under. I was going under the mask. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, that was the thing about waiting inside. Really would have loved to wait inside, but oh, yeah. yeah, there were like 15 people, and I'd say of those 15, if you include me and Dan, there were like 10. Yeah. I would say 10 of those people did not have masks on. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a disaster. No, um, yeah, not great. The two uh, very, I got to say, very kind, very polite women who mm-hmm. were working the counter both had masks. Cooks, no. No no masks in the back. Yeah, and I, I these these poor... Poor front end. Oh my gosh, ladies! Uh, it, so stressed out with no sway over what happens yeah. in the kitchen. And this is just observing, but it truly seemed to me that the the men working in the kitchen didn't understand how frustrating it must have been for the women in the front. They oh, absolutely. seemed pretty like yeah. jokey and mm-hmm. lighthearted. Whenever, frankly, it got a little tense. Oh yeah, in that room. <laughs> Because eventually we did go inside with uh-huh. our masks on after it had been another hour. Yes, so so that's kind of what we're getting here. To uh, we we placed our order, yeah. we waited another hour. I, I yeah, guess you know. This, let's let's yeah. go ahead and cut to our our one thirty p.m. <laughs> uh, weather report. Andy almost fully fell on the ground trying to get up to do this. <laughs> well, I'm still wearing my beads. <laughs> you are. You got they handed up out in them. beads before uh-huh. they opened the doors. Yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah, Mardi Gras beads. I. Broke mine, nervously chittering with them. (laughs) I noticed you took it off and wrapped it around your wrist at one point. Uh And then you put it around your neck broken. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's our next weather report. This is Dan Howell here with uh, Spring Food Mo, back with another weather update. Uh Uh, With me, I've got uh, Andy Carr. Uh It's been about an hour since the last one. Uh And the last hour, um, uh, I think it's gotten hotter. Still yeah. hot. Yeah, still pretty hot. Pretty hot. Um, definitely noticed you were sitting in pretty much the hottest spot that you could find in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Somehow brighter than the others. Uh, I was looking for a sauna situation. Yeah. How are you doing over there? Oh, bad. Okay. I, I don't feel tell. very I good. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Well, guess that's about it for the second weather update here. All right. See everyone in another hour. <laughs> Wish I'd have been joking. Oh, and how funny that joke would have been. And I cannot stress enough the anger on Andy's mask-covered face. Like, just the anger that I could sense from, like, bridge of your nose up. (laughs) And you really were sitting in a spot of the parking lot that somehow looked studio lit. Like, it it had to have been so hot. (laughs) It wasn't any hotter than any other places, and I was happy to have a place to Uh sit. Um, But then that was whenever the car... That big that truck yes. game. Yeah. So we did decide to just go in mm-hmm. to the place. We 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 uh, it, you know doubled back in. Still still wearing our masks. Yeah. And so does all finished. At this point, it had been two and a half hours oh, since we arrived. Also, at this point, we had moved our cars. Um, yeah. Both oh, of us parked. You, you'd moved your car uh-huh. first. I yeah. moved mine first, and uh, because while. We, I think it was just after we had ordered, we were back outside and somebody came down near the bar and uh, asked if one of us had a red um, uh, Lamborghini Diablo. (laughs) 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 A two-door Pontiac Lamborghini Diablo, uh, 2009. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They they just said that the owner of the... uh, the Silver Leaf Saloon there was uh, not very happy with where I had parked, the, saying that something was blocked off. The dude that came to deliver that message was just as nice as could possibly be about and it. And I think he may have been one of the people who worked 
at Shrimp and Bayou Classics. Oh, okay. Because later he was handing orders. That's true. To people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very kind man. And he like came back to me later after I moved my car mm. to thank me again for moving my car. It was perfectly fine. I simply would not have parked in front of another business's uh in front of another business had I known I was going to be that long. I, I truly thought this was going to be maybe a 30 minute ordeal. Uh I I fully I, I had told my girlfriend that uh I would be home by two o'clock <laughs> after uh eating this and recording two episodes mm-hmm. of the podcast here. And uh Andy, I I did I don't think we had our food at two o'clock no, <laughs> after arriving at eleven there. So we went back inside. We went back inside, covered in sweat. Oh, at this just point, soaked. Like, we were so sweaty. Yeah, just standing around there with all the other sweaty people. And at mm-hmm. this point, you know, we we were outside waiting mm-hmm. for like an hour. And there's a lot of these same people that were in there when we ordered. And the two women behind the counter are visibly more yes. stressed. And like vocally vocalizing their yeah. stress, like making sure They're that people know. Yeah, yeah. apologetic. That I think at one point they even offered refunds, but literally everybody and no. nobody wanted a refund. Let's because we were talking you were talking about the sunk cost fallacy yes, and so, the Vietnam War. Yes, if I had to compare our weight to anything, I think I could most closely <laughs> compare it to the conflict in Vietnam. <laughs> American conflict in Vietnam. The war of, of American <laughs> aggression. Yes, yeah, that one. Uh, and uh, the, the sunken cost fallacy, of course, that's uh, whenever you, you keep on piling young Amer- men, American men into Vietnam there and uh, <laughs> with no real purpose uh, and we're going to lose. The, you just got to keep piling them in yeah. there because if, if you pull them out, then it would have been all for nothing. That's, that's kind of the way I was feeling at oh, this boy. point. Uh, <laughs> we're fine. We survived. Uh, I, are we veterans now? <laughs> I did see a few unexploded ordinances on, oh. on our way out of the restaurant. So, uh, and, and just some of the things that the, the gas yeah. is going to do to shrimp and Bayou classics later in life. Uh. I'm really sorry. Damn. Andy's so disappointed right now that I've <laughs> brought up Agent Orange on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, we are fine. It was unpleasant to wait. Speaking of which, <laughs> let's keep going. So when we're in there, um, <laughs> the, the people at the counter keep saying, uh, new people are kind of walking in yeah. sporadically. There's uh-huh. no longer a line for me, right? But people will kind of walk in every once in a while and ask, and they keep saying, "Now, just so you know, we are a little backed up. Forty-five minutes, so it's going to be a forty-five, forty-five minute wait. minute wait." And every time, a larger number of people in the restaurant would snicker because. I think everybody in the restaurant at that point had been there longer An than hour. 45 minutes. It, she was saying that when we had been, okay, whenever somebody <laughs> that happened, somebody had come in and they just not gotten their order. And this is somebody that was there way before oh, us. Yeah. Even she had a yellow dress and a really like interesting back tattoo. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was I able. I, it's how I the recognized her. She, she was uh, the maybe from Louisiana oh, herself okay. and just trying to get some down home. A lot of tattoos. Food. A lot of tattoos in line. Mm-hmm. Sure. Man. A lot of tattoos. Uh, you know, a, a down home country crowd. Anybody I would ask say. about yours? Nobody asked about my, Imagine that. <laughs> my MacGruber tattoo <laughs> on my leg. No. So at that point, I just decided to take my fate in my own hands. I looked up our receipt mm-hmm. on the on uh, the email and noticed that it, we had in fact put in our order. I believe at twelve twenty four or something <sighs> like that, and we're getting close to two o'clock. So I, I walked up there and it's like I just want to make sure it's under the mm-hmm. name Daniel. We've been here for eighty minutes. We, yeah, because we were really concerned at that point. Yeah, that, like, that maybe, maybe we got lost because lost. we didn't. We need to review their system here. And, yeah. They they had two people working mm-hmm. the counter. You order with one. This person writes it down by hand. Mm-hmm. Your order on a ticket then slides it over to another person mm-hmm. who copies it into an iPad. Yeah. And, and that swipes your card. Yes. And then just sticks the ticket into a pile uh-huh. 
And it's unclear what happens after that. But they would like have to dig through the, the tickets to find people's receipts and I stuff. I was also super concerned because the gentleman ahead of us in line yeah. who was apparently uh, knew the owners mm-hmm. and, and was like uh, really talking up uh, their prowess in line there and even kind of holding court in the lobby yeah. at one point, just yeah. kind of like making sure everybody stayed calm. It yep. was about to turn into like a 12 Angry Men situation. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> we had, I think we had at least one person not, not violently storm out, but just be like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, yeah. It, was, it was, yeah, like a, it was, a, there were some hillbillies in there, mm-hmm. and not to say that we couldn't have reacted the same way, because it, it was a very long time, yeah. but, you know, it there was a lot of, a lot going on in there, and, what was I going to say? You were talking about the dude holding court. Our oh buddy. yes, he uh, he he. Of course, the name he gave on the ticket since he was right in front of us was Danny Boy. So I was very afraid <laughs> that ours, which was under Daniel, yeah. was going to get mixed up with his. And That's he disappeared. All I to say. Like mm-hmm. he disappeared, and I was like, "Well, this this dude must have already gotten his order." Uh-huh. And so I went up and said, "Just made sure." Like mm-hmm. I, I was, I like to think I was really nice about it. Yeah, because he was just our point of reference. Yeah, we never absolutely. saw him come out, so we were it, concerned. There were definitely people that were in front of us that got their orders mm-hmm. before we did, I, like five or six. Yes. So I went up just to make sure. Like, hey, Danny, here's the time. That's sure. the show to the times, eighty minutes, and she says, "Okay, well, we'll we'll get you taken care of." And I turn around, and that dude has re-entered. <laughs> It's like, yeah, like oh, there he there. is. He had gone down to the yeah. Silver Leaf Saloon. Yeah, it's like, oh, I went down to the bar. <laughs> to <have a> drink, <laughs> which was such a good idea, oh, and genius. I wish we would have well, done as well. They were taking people's phone numbers mm-hmm. and texting them, yeah. but that didn't happen for you, I guess. I think they started that system after you. I think at the point that I had placed my order, the brevity of the situation had not really like happened uh-huh. yet, because truly... There was probably an hour long period where like people were not putting there was no more line. People yeah. were not putting in orders. Uh-huh. It was just all people waiting. They so as you can imagine, out. it was it was getting pretty tense yeah. in there. They started offering people like extra things with their orders, which I'm not really sure how that uh-huh. would have helped or like what exactly they could have added. But it, they yeah, they, they were doing their best to like do whatever they could. But it was it was a situation. Yeah. So. At this point, we were pretty sure we we're going to get our food at some time in the near future, and so try to we were going to bring it to my house and just eat right before we recorded. But I was so hungry, I neglected to say at the beginning of this that <laughs> I hadn't eaten today. Oh yes, I figured that we would be there like an hour before we got food. We'd have to wait in mm-hmm. line. So in my mind, I was like, we'll eat about noon so I can sure. you know work out and not not eat breakfast and be ready for this because I do that kind of thing a lot. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I've had a real breakfast since the lockdown started, Dan. Now, That's while Andy didn't eat anything before we got there at uh-huh. 11, I had already had um, big mamas. three or four different yeah. items for our <laughs> Big Mamas episode, which our <laughs> listeners heard just a couple days ago. So uh, um, I had already eaten all of that uh-huh. <laughs> before. So I had not eaten, and I had drunk coffee and worked out. Uh-huh. So um, I Don't was forget a, about that Diet Coke. Yeah, I had a Diet Coke. I feel remarkably good right now. I mean, I, I have a fish fry to go to <laughs> four hours after the time they got our food. It's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have a couple of nibbles of this so I can go eat my grandpa's fish later. I, yeah, maybe my aunt and uncle's fish, whatever. So I was like, okay, Dan, let's just eat this in the car. I am so mm-hmm. I was so hungry I could barely like think straight. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went to get the car cooling off because at no. that point it had been... Uh, sitting in the sun mm-hmm. for two hours and 45 minutes. So I went and sat in the car and I figured it would probably be time at that, a good time. Actually, you told me to do another weather report. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and cut now to uh, my my weather report after we've double checked to make sure our order is, uh, is ready. And mm-hmm. I went out to wait. Hi, this is Andy Carr reporting to you from my vehicle outside Shrimp and Bayou Classics. It's July 4th, the year 2020. And at this very moment, it's 1.59 p.m., meaning uh, in a few short seconds, we will have been waiting three hours for our our lunch today. And Dan's inside the restaurant waiting. I decided to come out here and um, get the car started cooling off. So I will say that it's probably 80 degrees inside the car, so, you know, warm. But outside, it's still very hot. It's hot out here. It's hot out there. Okay, that's your weather report. And that's your Spring Food Mo weather report for <laughs> July 4th, 2020, 2 p.m. Central Time. 
We gotta yeah, keep that all yeah. that in. I'm sure Definitely you have planned to. on editing that, but uh, it's too good, Andy. <laughs> so yeah, at this point, you're in the car. You're now, doing a weather report. That was after I had to move my car mm-hmm. yes. because I saw somebody come out of the bar and point at my car because I had mm-hmm. the door door open. And I was like, I'm not even gonna deal yep. with this. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna save them and me the confrontation. I texted Dan. I was like, I guess I'll just tell you where the car mm-hmm. is. Unfortunately, yeah. I was able to get a spot right yep, in front. So it didn't matter, I was afraid you were going to have to go across the street to Walmart, Walmart which yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't have been a huge deal. But anyway, I'd say it was uh, from that time that we had to double check on our order. It was at least another fifteen to twenty minutes before it was ready. But we finally got our order, Dan. You want to run down Boy, what we, we what we got? Oh boy, if I can remember it, Andy. So, uh, man, we we got up there to order. Uh, we kind of discussed what we would get right before. Definitely wanted to get that gator, split that a little bit. And I saw at the bottom right-hand corner of that video menu, New Orleans m- Muffaletta. Muffaletta. Yeah. I always want to say Muffatella. I want to switch the sure. T's and L's there. What do you uh, like? The dyslexic dyslexic thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Muffaletta, it, you know, it said New Orleans in front of it, Andy. And I, I don't know what a muffaletta is. I'm uh, an idiot. Uh, so I don't know anything about food. Why would I? <laughs> Ordered the muffaletta. I think I even told you. I was like, oh, I'm going I'm, I'm to get the muffaletta. I didn't and, know what that was. <laughs> and uh, me, knowing your predilections and preferences, let's go. Oh, I, I know he doesn't like olives. Andy, you got to start saying something. You can't let me order the steak medium again at the $150 <laughs> Metropolitan Grill. You, you can't let me order the sandwich th- with the olive tempanade uh, because we discussed it just uh, moments after yeah. I ordered. You, you told me that I, I got a sandwich. I just thought you knew what it was. But, <sighs> well, I, the, you can get, I, I'm not a big olive fan or tempanade mm-hmm. fan either, but you can get a good muffaletta. It sure. depends on how much is used. In my opinion, if there's so much tamponade on there that it that's all you can taste, sure. it's bad. But you can have it as just like a you can have that flavor profile in there subtly. It can, mm-hmm. it can still be really tasty. And it turns out this place is uh, tamponade that they used in their muffaletta. I think was pretty good. It reminded me more of Jardinera. Weirdly, Andy, as much as I hate olives, I I was perfectly fine with this tamponade. Yeah. It it also reminded me of more. I got more of a pickly taste yes. out of it than well, I did a straight-up olive taste. Yeah. I mean, they were pickled. It was pickled mm-hmm. with... Uh, I, I think there may have, maybe even have been some onions and carrots in there. Mm, there was definitely carrots on yeah. there. Yeah. I thought that was really tasty. I did have a little bit of it in isolation out of the sandwich, but... It, and I didn't care for it, but I liked it as just a small component of the sandwich. We got we to get into what this is. So, yeah, let's let's get into the muffaletta. Yeah. Uh... Comes Boy. in a regular <laughs> size, like your standard takeout size styrofoam uh-huh. container. Open it up. This is a big one. It's probably the biggest bun I've ever seen. Insane. Uh, it's it's like a Randy Santel food competition yes. size bun. That was the only point of reference that I had for this bun. Oh, I wanted to tell you as well what I thought muffaletta was. Uh-huh. I was picturing uh, this, this is, I'm so stupid, Andy, and I hate like tattling on myself here on the show, but I was literally like picturing something muffin like, like yeah. I thought it was going to be like a fried sure. raised Reasonable. sandwich. I was like, Ooh, New Orleans. They're like frying, like maybe a hot pocket or some crap uh-huh. like that. Just not even, not even close. Um, I think it's New Orleans in that. Like, it seems like a, uh, sandwich that, the ultra poor would eat like not to say that that's what like new orleans food is but like traditionally a lot of southern and even more so black food comes from uh sources of the food that they were given unfortunately and it was made into really beautiful dishes uh so a lot of new orleans and cajun food i think comes from that same tradition this was like a big loaf of bread with three different meats on it yeah some cheese and uh that olive tamponade yeah Really, it 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 feels like something that's uh, comes from a tradition of like originally being not worth anything. I really like this. Wow! I think when you when you take the top off, you do see those three different meats. I believe there was ham, salami, ham, and salami, and turkey. Turkey, or on it could there. have been chicken breast right. as well, but it looked like sliced turkey breast. Yeah. Now these are thick Thickies. slices, like probably yeah. 
half inch thick a piece. Absolutely. Like, big, big slices off of the roast yeah. like, with the skin still on them. And this wasn't too pricey, I don't think. What was it? It wasn't, and I didn't yeah, write that it down. It was like eleven ninety nine or something like that. I saw it and kind of couldn't believe how much stuff there was because it came with the side as well, which we'll mm-hmm. get to here in a second. I thought the bread was pretty good. It was nice and puffy and airy. Thought that the bread was tasty. Thought all the meats were pretty high quality. The salami, the rind was a little thick. Mm-hmm. I wound up not being able to process the rind in my in my mouth. Um, really enjoyed that tapenade. Like I said, tastes like jardinera, which is There's a little like, oil on yes, it too. I think oily. that was mixed in. It may have been jardinera sure. with olives or yeah. some sort of preparation like that. A little bit of spiciness to it. This whole thing was uh, very salty. Mm-hmm. Um, needed some water. Didn't have any. Made no. me very thirsty. No water. No utensils. Uh, right. I, while I don't think that the olives ruined the sandwich, I, of course, remarked to you right after I had ordered that, uh, um, or no, it was probably a little closer to when we were about to get our food, that we had just waited three hours for a sandwich that I actively disliked. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought all the components of it were really good, but I totally disagree on that bread. Huh. I thought it was dry and is like two thirds of I the thought sandwich. It was biscuity, really? Yeah. I mean, that reads as kind of dry to me, but I just, I just felt like there's, you know, there's no mayo on it. There, there's a good amount of jardinera. It's there's a little bit of oil. There. There's. There's two slices of the cheese. Oh, one well, of the which bite that I had was you okay. took. All, I think you. Sorry. We, well, we were trying to dissect the sandwich yeah. in your car. We couldn't with okay. no knife. So. They should have cut this into four pieces. Yes, it absolutely should have been cut with a pizza cutter into four four it's slices. Bigger than a per- personal pan yeah. size pizza. It, and it, it's huge. We had a plastic spoon, which was which had was in my car <laughs> already. Yeah. Because the last time I'd gone through the Brahms drive-through, they gave mm-hmm. me two because they assumed my order was for two people. <laughs> Which it was not. Yep. Been so. there. Done that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, real, truly, I didn't hate this sandwich. Honestly, for the novelty of a sandwich as big as it is, like if you like a muffaletta, yeah. I would say this one is worth it. Although I don't think any sandwich, much less one with olives on it, is worth that weight. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's that's it, something else entirely. They're going to get it. They're going to get it under control. And I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll they talk are. about, we'll conclude with that. But so I ordered, well, we didn't, we ordered these together. There mm-hmm. wasn't like one person ordered one thing, one person ordered the other. I was very excited about the prospect of the smoked alligator. And I, too, thought it was mm. going to be something akin to alligator steak. Absolutely. But when we opened the box, it was alligator nuggets. Yeah. It's it the looked, alligator dinner on the menu. It you you it looked like something you'd get at a Chinese restaurant without any sauce on it. Just big oh, old yeah. chunks of fried sure. chicken. And when you bit into it, um it, it was clear that there was something underneath the thick layer of fried batter. It was a little gamey, a little chewy. And a couple of the bites had a juiciness that were really good, and it was a pretty distinct flavor mm-hmm. and it mixed with those Cajun spices. However, what this tasted like to me was like vegan chicken or something. Really? Like something, like some sort of chicken replacement that wasn't actually chicken. Mm-hmm. So it didn't taste like chicken, but it tasted like something trying to taste like chicken. It, to me. it almost had the texture of chicken. Mm-hmm. I do think that gator sometimes is a little bit more rubbery than mm-hmm. chicken, but I think they had that under control. It didn't have an off-putting texture no, whatsoever. I liked it. And I thought that the batter was very well seasoned. Like they 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 batter those boys up in a a real nice fry batter. I would I would like to try other things fried in the same batter. Definitely catfish, perhaps. Ooh, boy. Andy. Yeah. Tried some sides as well. Got some potato salad. Thought mm-hmm. it was really creamy. They had the skin on red potatoes yes. in there, which I really like a lot. In a yellow mustard sauce mm-hmm. and with some boiled eggs diced up Ooh, in there. Ooh, nice. Really like that in my potato yeah. salad. Loved this potato salad, Andy. Thought Absolutely it loved it. Yeah. Didn't love that well, we weren't given any spoons to eat. No. It, but that's, you know, it's all in the game. Big portion, too. For potato salad, absolutely yeah, a big portion. Yeah, like that. We also got some uh, dirty rice. I don't know if you got to try any of the did, dirty rice. Did you get to try any of yes, it? Yes, I, I did. It, it looked untouched. I just tasted it, and I thought it was great, Andy. Yeah, it sure was, Dan. Fantastic really rice. Yes. Thick grain rice. Yes. Really Perfectly clumpy. cooked. 
Yeah, clumpy. There was some kind of meat in there. It was some kind of white meat. I think it might be some chicken or some turkey mm. cooked in there with the rice. Wow. Hence the dirtiness, I think. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that was really great. Just savory. It had a real rich flavor to me. Yeah, I thought that dirty rice was really d- liked fantastic. The dirty rice. Yep. We also tried some gumbo. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you tried the gumbo. I did try the gumbo. That gumbo was for real. You take the yes. top off, and there is a big old red crawdaddy He's in there, staring right at you. Uh huh. Did you, you even crack into that? No, neither I did. did I. Um, I'm not a big fan of crawfish. I I do like them, but that was I was so hungry and was not going to do that in my mm-hmm. car. So uh, there's a lot of stuff in the gumbo, too. Mm-hmm. There's some sausage. There's all kinds of green stuff. Leave some Chicken, carrots in there, too. Yeah. Okra. Uh-huh. Just very hearty. Fantastic gumbo combinations now, going on. Now, the bottom, I want to say, half to maybe three-fifths of the cup was more rice. Mm-hmm. And then the seafood was piled on top of that. I don't know if that's a normal way to do it or not. I don't think I've had it that way before. You know, that's the way my girlfriend serves gumbo. Oh, and cool. she has, I think, tried to base it off of her uh, grandfather who comes from around Louisiana way. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say maybe an overabundance of rice in there. But there's so much gumbo in there that the rice has turned, the rice has turned brown. Like uh-huh. it's fully soaked in it. Like there's not any of the rice that is not gumbo laden. Sure. I think, uh, really liked the gumbo and Andy, I actively remember disliking the gumbo Mm. at shrimp and Bayou classics. It was like this thick Brown gravy. Not as great. Served on rice. I hated it. I don't know if I was this incendiary, (laughs) my new word Uh I've learned recently on the original episode, but man, I, I would say I liked this gumbo 10 times more than the old gumbo. Cool. Easily. Loved it. This was, uh, I liked everything that we tried. Me too. Uh, I kind of wish I'd have tried a, tradi- a traditional shrimp po' boy and sex. That's kind of like the go-to for me at a uh, Cajun restaurant, but I didn't, and that's my fault. However, I, even the muffaletta mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Uh, I, this is a different kind of restaurant than Trip and Bayou Classics was, yep. but... I'd say it's now uh, the most legit Cajun place in town. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Very much so. And uh, I'm happy it's there. Probably uh, will never go out there again. <laughs> I am too. Yeah, I think I might be a little soured on them. Hopefully, really hopefully our listeners aren't. Oh, I, th- I don't it's think just it's going to away. be this busy. And it's so far away. Yeah. And I, I think people are going to get out there and try this. However, Andy, I got to say, I don't think... I tried anything today that reached the heights mm. that OG Shrimp and Bayou Classics did. The, yeah. the roast beef po'boy at mm-hmm. Shrimp and Bayou Classics, the chicken quarter, just I, I the bacon bacon wrapped chicken the quarter, bacon wrapped chicken just quarter. crazy. I it's that's a Pantheon selection. I don't think anything up here is gonna make it into the Pantheon just now. Although maybe that gumbo. It deserves a spot in there, but uh, nothing from this trip's going in the Pantheon. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) You know, how was the weather on your way home, Dan? Oh, boy, Andy. So we mentioned this at the, uh, well, you know, whenever I got in my car to leave, I decided that maybe we could do for one more weather report. Now, whenever I started driving home, uh, it began raining, but this is just before I left. Just a solo weather report here from Dan Howell, Spring Food Mo podcast. Um, it's been about three hours after we ordered. We do have the food now, and Andy and I have separated. I'm in the car listening to 104.7 The Cave and getting a nice temperature reading here on the dash of 84. Feels more like 199, and we'll see you <laughs> next time. <laughs> and then if you were heading east... Big old crazy thunderheads. I cannot stress enough, Andy, how we stood in the beating sun for three hours, not a cloud in sight, and then drove into a black sky's yeah. torrential downpour and almost immediately. <laughs> we did all this. Why, Dan? Why did we do it? Yeah, I'm standing up. Uh-huh. You are. I'm about to do my I'm about to do a set. <laughs> you were gonna walk over to the computer and like unplug no. it. I'm just looking around. Wow. Three hours. Uh huh. It's now 4 p.m. Now, the original plan today was to eat this and then record two episodes, yeah. of which we would have been done by now. Yes. Who knows? Maybe we'll still do another. And yet, Dan, we did all this for, wow. our, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. It's a service that we provide 
for money. Uh huh. How much? <sighs> we still have people sharing those RSS feeds. Oh my God, Andy. It's 4 p.m. I left home at 10 30. Uh huh. And we're still doing this. We're not, if we do another episode, uh-huh. we still got another like two hours of this today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do this. I specifically yet, planned it today so that I could do it on a day that my girlfriend doesn't work. Yeah. Or then, do it on <laughs> do it on a day that my girlfriend does work. Turns out she doesn't work. She doesn't work today. So I just lost, just day lost with the her. whole day. Yep. And yet, whenever I go and look at the download mm-hmm. numbers, Dan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to my great dismay, mm-hmm. there are so many chords here, it's really hard to pace. <laughs> I'm simply not sure why you're doing it still. Fun. It seems like you're For like... Fun. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> this whole day. Shocked. <laughs> and we've got people stealing these episodes, Dan. Oh, my God. We were polite last you, week. You wouldn't steal a car, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start running those ads in front of these shows. We know how many people are in the Tower Club. Uh-huh. It's not a huge number. It's not truly. a huge number. But more than twice that number mm-hmm. are downloading the episodes. More than twice. <laughs> I looked into this. It's They're all from different IP addresses. Uh-huh. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Still, I feel like you're what? talking straight to me. No, I don't know who else. <laughs> uh, you're the only person in the room. Okay. Listener. <laughs> if you're not one of the seven people that reached out mm-hmm. and said, we're not doing this. Why are you doing this? And if you are one of those seven people and you're just lying, if you're one of the people doing it, just don't mention it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I've already just asked kindly that if you're stealing the RSS feeds, send us a one-time tip. Yeah. Not even re- recurring. Uh, but but if, if you've gone as far and to steal the RSS feed and then lie about it. Yeah. D- 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 y- Tower Club members are liars. <laughs> Our Tower Club members are across the board but in, bad people, I'm in, going to say. <laughs> no, in all earnestness, if if you want to hear the episodes and can't afford it, uh-huh. whatever, I get it. But if you can afford it, the, everything this month went to charity. Yeah. And it's just really frustrating to yeah. use all the extra time. And have people downloading it for free. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're true. After <laughs> Shrimp and Bayou Classics today, the uh, three-hour ordeal. Was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure he was joking. Also, that was the rest of the money in the business account. Yeah, so, it's gone. Uh, so uh, we're, we're back at zero, folks. Uh, and and, and uh, but boy, do we love doing it, Andy. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> but we just had this plan to help... Recoup a little bit of the expenses. Just a little bit. And then this happens. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Should we even keep doing I'm not going to hold them ransom to the people because I'm so grateful to the people that have done it. I'm just like, it makes me not want to do it. He, I think we strike a compromise, Andy. Yeah. No. Uh, canonically, our Tower Club episodes have been the good the ones. Good ones. The, better than any of our regular non-Tower Club episodes. That's why you pay for them. You uh-huh. know, they're, they're better. I say, I just say we stop making them good. (laughs) (laughs) I say we keep doing them, keep having the 20 so or so of the kindest folks in Springfield uh, paying for them. And, uh, but we just, we we just don't make them as good. Yeah. Okay. Minimal (laughs) effort. I don't think I could work less hard on the tower. That's actually not true. I have put a ton of time into some of the stuff we've done. We put a lot of time into this episode. That's for sure. Uh, Andy, you know. I I just wanted to say I I got in the car uh-huh. after Shrimp and Bayou Classics and after all that we had been through. And uh Neil Young's Southern Man was on the radio. Uh-huh. And uh it, you know, it just felt very apt that this uh Southern man, the new owner of Shrimp and Bayou Classics, <laughs> had done atrocities just as bad as the ones that Neil Young is speaking about. But now it's become clear to me that that omen was actually about our very Tower Club listeners. <laughs> Folks, go go listen to Southern Man and d- d- just think about what you've done. L- get Go to Genius.com, type in Southern Man, uh, look past any 
songs by like Yo Gotti or something that are about him being a Southern Yo Gotti man. Gotti. <laughs> Yo, you, l- listen, go, don't listen to any songs that Yo Gotti Gotti. And go straight to the Neil Young song, Southern Man. It's, uh, it's I think, a pretty close encapsulation of, of what our listeners are doing to us, or at least whoever's <laughs> sharing the, the, uh, the RSS feed. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't work. More <laughs> last time we we brought this up, and then there were more downloads. So I think us acknowledging it made people aware that they could in fact do that. So I guess I'm. I guess yeah. it was my mistake. Yeah. We shouldn't have acknowledged it. <laughs> I don't know. What I do we do? You might be right. <laughs> I I don't know. I just keep chastising them. I guess. I think it's fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, join up, get chastised. That's the new deal. Yeah, join up, get chastised, and uh, yeah, just know that that we do it for the love of it, and uh, that you know, even when being offered a refund after waiting for like two hours for some gator, we'll, we'll every time we will say no. <laughs> we want our gator. Because we have people who depend on us <laughs> to tell them about it. This is so stupid. <laughs> this whole thing is so stupid. <laughs> Everything about. <laughs> Spring Food Media.